All right, everybody, welcome to The Independent Mouth. I am your host, Anthony. Today we have uh, kind of a quick update show. Um, There's a lot of stuff transpiring right now. We have a lot of information that we're waiting for finals on. Um, So I don't want to jump the gun, but I wanted to provide some quick updates of what's taking place out there. Also let you know we're not doing a video, working on a new camera. So I just wanted to make sure... Uh, that we got an update out uh, with everything swirling around. So first and foremost, let's start with always, always, always show the love and support for Blinky Minky Blankets. Once again, that's BlinkyMinkyBlankets.com. Go there. Get your blankets. They are phenomenal. Once again, if you're looking to earn additional income or to protect your family and friends, clients, acquaintances, colleagues, whatever the case is with their identity theft protection, VPN, just you can't find any better. One of the best places out there is IDIQ. Identity IQ or MyScore IQ are the two brands that go and coincide there. Tons of partners, over a million active users on a consistent monthly basis. Very, very strong, solid turnkey comprehensive product message me or notify me when you can now with that being said let's jump into a few things really quickly uh, that is taking place out there one the world economic forum publishes an article calling for global censorship using ai and human intelligence now there have been tons of debates out there we're going to get in don't look just to start off because i know people are listening up front we're going to get into the Mar-a-Lago raid. We're going to get into different things that are taking place there. I will get into that. I'm not getting into it this second. That will be in a few moments. The reason why I bring up the AI um, and and what's taking place is because more and more that you interact, you're seeing this. Okay, you're constantly seeing AI run things. You're seeing it fail miserably, right? <laughs> In a lot of ways, it fails miserably. There are some dedicated uses for AI that will be extremely beneficial when things are process-based. AI is utterly amazing for things that are process-based, calculations of numbers and numeric values. So if if it has to do with automation, with spreadsheets or something along those lines, it is absolutely phenomenal. Without that, it's not, right? It's, 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 it, it, what's the use of it? It can't detect emotion. Um, once again, process. So keep that in mind as, as we move forward uh, over these next, especially the next like two years. The reason why other major products continue to get funded but haven't really done much up until this point is because of that initial potential to the process and improvement of the process that it could possibly provide. Okay. Um, so if you keep that in mind, you'll pick out and you'll find, uh, these, these inconsistencies, right. When, when it comes time to AI, whether it's social media, whether it's online, but you will see it. Now you'll see it. You'll see things. And, and you can tell almost with like headline creation in these different things. It's crazy. It's really, really crazy because it just, 
you can start seeing it more and more when you understand the true uses of like AI and the implementation of AI and all of that. So it's just, it's one thing after another, it just opens your eyes a little bit and I don't want to ramble too much about it, but these are little key pieces that you'll see even with like headlines and things that are out there with news outlets and them using AI and things because you, it, it's almost as if you're like, that doesn't make sense. But it's almost written like like it's a keyword headline, right? Just keep that in mind for future publications coming down in the next like six months to a year, and you'll start to realize and see and notice a little more, a little more, and a little more, and a little more of these things actually taking place, okay? And you'll see it more and more. So anyway, long story short, I think uh, – you, you'll be more aware. Your eyes will be more open as you as you move forward. So keep the, just keep that in the back of your mind. The CDC just changed their COVID guidance to everything Florida was doing right from the start. We've now seen this decline in information or COVID information. Remember, and and the second one thing dies out or the importance isn't centered around uh, the COVID talk, you have monkeypox. Once. You know, people are like, well, I'm not doing anything with monkeypox. We now have uh, polio. Um, we now have uh, some crazy manufactured disease that starts showing up, right? Or, oh, no, it's another variation. Or we've got to watch out for this. Or, you know, the human race can, be, can become extinct if we don't wear a snorkel every day when, you know, while we walk outside. So just, like, these are the things that that you start to see. And when they start changing those definitions and they start changing all of that, it makes everybody extremely weary. It makes everybody extreme, like the focus of everybody, it becomes like hyper-focus. It's the only way I can explain it, right? Everybody's had so much, they've been pushed to the edge, pushed to the edge, pushed to the edge, pushed to the edge, that you have to start really thinking about your own mental health in, in this entire process because the more and more that you continue just focusing on on like we just spoke about with the AI pieces, they're continuously changing the bar here at the CDC. You don't really know what's there or not. And this kind of feels like, you know, 50 years ago when people were trying to get indications of like cigarette smoking or drinking or, you know, uh, food consumption and what is good for you and what's not good for you and, and what should be part of a diet and what should not be part of a diet. The guys, these things are always going to be ever changing. So I don't think it's completely fair to sit there and say, oh my God, everybody in this is completely bad. I don't think so. I think what you've had is, is what we've said on this show for a very long time, a manipulation of statistics and information. And when that gets politicized and in the hands of big money, there's never a positive way for it to go. But now when you know these things, you can take proper precautions. There are tons of people who never went and got the shot. There are tons of people who, who don't follow those mask guidelines or don't do this or don't do that. But their hygiene's good, meaning they wash their hands, they brush their teeth, they, they cleanse themselves, right? They're, they're up to standards and up to date with their normal hygiene. That's big. Right? That's a big part of it. Staying healthy, eating healthy. Those are big parts of it. So I just wanted to briefly go over that because I, I think that that is an extremely important 
part of we're seeing a lot of things. First of all, when you're a young child, dirt is good for you, right? Getting sick is actually good for you. The more that you get sick, obviously within a, within a, a reason, the more you get sick or the more that you're doing something or the more that um, you, your body is fighting off uh, these germs, right? Once again, nothing too, too serious, but fighting off normal everyday colds, normal germs. That's a good thing, okay? Your body builds up bacteria. That's why like when I see all these people wanting to do flushes and I see all these people doing different things, like there, there's a certain extent for people who want to do flushes and different things like that where here comes the problem. If you flush too much and you're not careful, guess what happens? Right? Guess what happens? You get rid of the bacteria in your intestines, meaning bad bacteria build up there, meaning you get bacterial infections, you get things that actually happen internally to your body that are not good. Right? Why did I even talk about this? Because the more and more over the next couple months, especially with the election stuff coming in, and especially over the next six months to a year with the housing market starting to go, you're going to see a lot of different forms and variations of, of information that comes out. And I just want you to be prepared. And I just want you to have the like-mindedness to be able to say something and be able to discern and pick apart right? Part of what you feel is a daily diet. Everybody should be doing some sort of activity uh, and moving around. You don't have to be in the gym for two hours a day. You don't even have to be in the gym for 30, you know, 45 minutes a day. Getting some sort of activity, moving around, starting to eat healthy, it takes time. But if you start that process, you're going to be better off for it at the end of it. Now let's get into some some, uh, documentation. Let's get into some things uh, that have taken place, obviously, over this last week or two. And kind of go from there. So, all right, let's see here. <clears throat> Bombshell report reveals that the documents reveal Ray Epps told the FBI he expected a bomb attack near the Capitol on January 6th. My question is Was Ray Epps involved in planting the pipe bombs at the RNC and the DNC uh, buildings? That still has never been answered. The guy who had the hoodie on that they saw essentially inside the camera, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that's an eerie coincidence to Ray Epps who was there, right? Like, could be around about the same height, could be around about the same stature. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying... We never got an answer for that, and we've had all of this hoopla around this gentleman, Ray Epps. So who actually planted the other stuff? Because it's like Congress and the Capitol buildings. You're telling me that the security is like that same security that's at a bodega, a convenience store? You're telling me that those places have better cameras than the Capitol buildings? I'm just asking with snipers and, and automated, uh, you know, attack and defense, the systems in the white house itself. You're telling me that we're, we don't have the ability to find out who that was. All right. Well, I think that that's kind of the case, right? So just use that as a part there. Um, also to add, it was Trump had a standing order to declassify documents taken, uh, to his residence. Okay. So with that, um, 
this opens up a litany of legal jargon, okay, uh, that's going to come together. So he actually had a standing order of uh, the declassified document, which he had taken so whenever he went to Mar-a-Lago, he could continue to work while he was at Mar-a-Lago. Now, there's a lot of different stuff here, right? So uh, the FBI uh, the FBI raid on Donald Trump's residence was partly based on suspicions of violations of the espionage, uh, U.S. Espionage Act related to the illegal retention of sensitive defense documents, and that's according to the warrant. Once again, what about Hillary's? Now, an update from Paul Sperry was the FBI agents who raided Mar-a-Lago are actively under criminal investigation by Special Counsel John Durham. Okay. If this is true... And they really did raid um, Mar-a-Lago over Russiagate documents. It will be. It's essentially Watergate. Okay. Now DeSantis was on uh, shows, and he's just standing by that the FBI in general, the men and women who went in, were actually executing the order. Okay. Now, why is that important? <sighs> So there's multiple variations, right? The Trump family has theirs. And I'm not saying that this isn't real. And I'm not saying that what's good or what's bad. What I'm saying is this is a real thing. They are pressuring. This is the first time in history a president's house. Now, Obama had documents. Bush had documents, right? uh, Carter had documents. Clinton had documents. Let's get that out of the way right now. They never went after it. Also, too. There were certain precautions that the FBI and the the office of the president actually had put a lock on the door. There's certain things that they had asked for. Now, never once from what I've seen or documentation that is there has Trump denied giving them that information. So this was a spectacle. Okay. It was a spectacle. The judge who approved the FBI raid on Trump's home represented Jeffrey Epstein's employees. Okay. So if he's an attorney who does that, there's got to be a recusal. So here's the problem. It's almost the same thing I say with sports. Why do you continue cycling the same coaches, right? If they haven't been good coaches, they've had... They've had losing records and all this other stuff, right? I'm just using this as an example. I know it's not a one-to-one, but just follow me for the example. If they haven't been successful in the league, why would they still have a job? I'm not saying to just fire people. I'm not saying that because th- that takes up a whole different conversation, right? Like people don't get enough time. One season is not enough time to determine your career in something, okay? Not even close. I think it should be a minimum of three. Now, whether a team takes somebody for three, that, that, that comes into your contract negotiations, okay? But here's the point. Why is it always the same people? This is the thing that's always bothered me from day one. This is not a, a red versus blue. This is not a Republican versus Democrat. This is across the board. This is why we have so many problems, because you don't have enough filtering of people in the process to actually follow the process. Right, be process based, not ideologically based, not preference based. That's the issue we have. Okay. Another concerning 
aspect of of some of the information that is leaking out as all of this goes is leaked internal chats show the Biden administration uh, pressured Twitter to ban Alex Berenson. Okay. This goes back to what we had heard before where you're essentially dealing with the state. The fact that somebody... um, The government is moving... Right now, Twitter's a private entity. We, we, so here's the, here's the, here's the connection that you're not going to hear out there. And I, I just want to make this super clear. Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter. Twitter's a private entity, um, publicly traded. And what did we hear for so long? Right. What did we hear for so long? We heard that, um, Twitter has its own rules. You gotta, you gotta, uh, comply with this a b c d e f g right all these all these list litany and lists of things that that uh were put to elon musk and now you're there is confirmation that there is communication between facebook and twitter and the and the justice department now i'm not saying they shouldn't coordinate in ways but to ban people because of things that they're saying that is a violation technically of the free speech so now that these things are starting to come out, it's starting it's starting to make Elon's court case that's coming up, the relevancy that you're going to see with that becomes apparent. It becomes pertinent information. Okay? That's big stuff. That's important stuff. So we're going to keep an eye on that. But just use that and just keep that in your memory banks and keep that in your mind of what's out there and what is happening. Okay. Cause that is extremely important. And th- that's the reason why I bring that up. Okay. It's the, it's the exact reason why I bring that up because everything that has happened with Musk, everything that has happened with Twitter over the last uh, couple months or six months or so, this is all eventually going to boil over. So you ask, what's the point? What, what is this? What's going to happen with the court cases? It's going to set precedences. It's going to open discovery. So when you hear these little things leak, and as it goes to court, that information starts to spill out, we're going to have an avalanche of information that's taking place, and it's, it's going to clog everybody. And what you're going to see is a lot of cleanup. So just keep that in mind. Another major story has to do with Lisa Murkowski um, from, Ala- uh, from uh, Alaska. And this is what you're going to see, okay? Um, it's about ensuring re-election, and it's being exposed. Sarah Palin already provided comments on this, and I think that that's extremely important that she did. Um, but Senator Lisa Murkowski's secret support of ranked voting to ensure re-election was exposed. She stayed quiet. She supports it. We had Senator Murkowski in mind the entire time. Every Pat Chesbro voter who ranks Senator Murkowski second, we get their votes. Hashtag ranked choice voting. So her... One Somebody in her camp was actually talking about the entire process. What does this do? This ensures that powerful individuals in specific cities and towns are insured for a re-election. You can go look it up. Go check it out. Project Veritas is doing a ton of stuff on this. I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's something we already know. That the, the issue is, is who? Who does it consider and who does it consume? You know, a lot of people would like to say, oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't think Murkowski would ever do, um, do it, but 
you know, there you go. So that that's the issue. Okay. So now you start seeing more and more people. Maybe you had said, uh, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we know it happens or it doesn't happen. Or yes, we know it happens. Oh, this and that. Like that, that's guys, you have to put something with it. Okay. Otherwise it's just hearsay. Now, this is extremely important because this, this actually goes, um, to the midterms part of it, this goes to everything that's just happened with Mar-a-Lago, the raid, and Trump. Um, you're going to see a lot of things here. But check this out. The National Archives and media caught in a lie. Evidence shows Obama did have classified docs, and there was absolutely no way to prove that he didn't. We all know that. This is just coming up. But if you... if Man... I'm going to sound like a broken record. Every one of them has had it. Every single one of them does it. They're all declassified. That's why they take them. They don't have to not say top secret on them when they're declassified inside of the system, inside of all of uh, the, the collection of data. They know which ones are classified, which ones are not classified. That simple. In regards to the midterm being canceled, the, the uh, look, the deep state, if you want to say that, or, or people behind the scenes, they're panicking. They know if they lose the midterms, it's game over for them. It could just be the Democrats, right? This doesn't mean we don't vote. We vote like you never voted before. United has won a mess uh, and to bring this quote-unquote red wave. Look what happened in Arizona, right? When you do that much in-person voting, you don't leave anything up for chance. Carrie Lake won specifically because it was like a, a more than a three to one because of the in-person voting. Eliminate the opportunity, the threat, or the temptation to cheat. It's that simple. Now let's take a look at some distractions, and I always bring these up every once in a while. But let's start take a look, quick look at these distractions that have taken place uh, over the years. Um. You can call them deep state. You can call people behind the curtain. You can call them all all powerful odds. You can call it whatever the whatever the hell you want to call it. Here's the deal: nine one one was used to get into the Middle East or Afghanistan. They violated our citizen rights with the Patriot Act. Okay, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just giving you a timeline of events. Okay. False flags or mass shootings used to confiscate weapons from the people. Right? I mean, look at the most recent school shooting and how a whole team just sat around while people were murdered. They were literally right there. There's no excuse for it. There's no answer for it. There's nothing. Okay? But you have to ask yourself why. The pandemic was used to control people, push the vaccine, cheat an election, and also to remove Trump. Let's face it. There was nothing prior to that, and all of a sudden, the shitstorm and everything hits the fan. Riots were used in 2020 to defend the police and create chaos. Right? Just allowed. Just allowed to happen. January 6th was used to stall the vote count and cover up the real insurrection from November 3rd. Maybe. But January 6th is definitely used as a tactic to divide. Whatever the the point A and point B of it was, 
it could have been avoided and it wasn't. And the fact that we're not looking at the requests that were made and not executed upon is also part of the problem, not just what took place there, right? New new variants of COVID, monkeypox, right? States declaring a medical emergency, another push for the mass, right? From the same playbook as there was before, push for va- vaccines, set up riots, and carry on, right? Do you see how that playbook works? Okay. The only reason why I call that a playbook, the only reason why I say it like that is because, guys, this has been happening for a long time. It's the same playbook, just insert a different disease, circumstance, and location. That's it. So the question is really what happens during these midterm elections? Will there be riots, terrorism, national emergencies, right? What, what is there? And, and it's amazing that whenever one of these happens, a specific party ends up on top every time. So let's take a look there. Cruz went into it with FBI Director Ray um, to ask for the FBI's uh, entrapment scheme and the botched kidnapping scheme of uh, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Right. And even Ray's admission that the FBI supervisor in charge of that scheme now runs the D.C. FBI field office. So a plan that went wrong. And now this guy is in charge of the D.C. office where you need to not have botched schemes. Right. Just just making that clear. So I just want, <laughs> I know, I know. And this is the best part. You can't make this stuff up. But once again, we're seeing this recycling of people in that system. And you would have never considered it, never thought of it before if it wasn't for the ousting of all of this. When, when things are being done, eventually it gets sloppy. And you're seeing the sloppy now come to the surface, okay? Um, when you when they talk about, oh, this is to keep Trump out of the office and all this stuff that they're doing and everything that's happening right now and all these people involved, yada, 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 check this out. The courts would likely conclude that the Section 2071 does not prevent Trump from being elected uh, in 2024. Section 2071 was dated back in 2015. Regarding Hillary Clinton and the general consensus was that the law's disqualification clause does not apply to the presidency. If Congress has no power to add to the standing qualifications of its own members, it cannot add to the standing qualifications for the other elected constitutional positions, i.e. the president and vice president. Okay, But this disqualification clause would certainly be used as a weapon both in the courts and with the public, consistent with the regime's strategy to damage Trump politically. So we've seen this with impeachment one. We've seen it with impeachment two. We saw it with Russiagate. We saw it with China. We saw it with, with all of these things that have never been able to stick, that have never worked nothing. I'm only bringing that up to let you know, stop worrying. Let everything come out. There will be a case on this. There will be hearings on this. And at the end of the day, this is not going to change the end goal. 
That's all I'm telling you. That's all I can divulge at this moment. Stop worrying. And that is everything that I have for you right now, cutting straight through the fat. So we will be back this week with a show. I wanted to come in and, like I said, add some clarity and cut right through the fat there and just give you 30 minutes of informative information. Uh, And I hope that we achieved that thus far. What I do ask from everybody is if you can donate to the show, please do. Uh, If you can subscribe to the show, please do. Um, viewership has been booming. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, there is no video. We're, we're working on a new camera. Um, but guys, donate to the show, right? Show your support. Show your love. I truly appreciate it. Put everything out there. Just let me know uh, if there's specific topics that you want covered, and uh, I will do it. But we will see you this week for another show. Once again, folks, we love you. Thank you so much for all your love and support. Uh, And uh, I am your host, Anthony, and we will see you at the next show. Enjoy. Have fun. Stay off social media. Enjoy your day, folks. We'll see you at the next show.